Tennis, The Comeback Agonies of Emma Raducanu. In preparation for Emma Raducanu's return to competitive tennis at the Australian Open, I retrieved the notes from my diary archives since she hit the sporting headlines in 2021. 2021, 15th of July. A new British tennis star? 18-year-old schoolgirl Emma Raducano wins through to the third round of Wimbledon. Pocket money this week already £115,000. Says, everything is fabulous, mentioning the hotel food in particular. 11th of September. Emma Raducano wins the US Open, breaking numerous records, is showered with prestige sponsorship deals, reaches world number 10. 2022. 31st of September. Mikhail Gorbachev died aged 91. US Open tennis champion Emma Raducano loses in the first round of the US Open to Elisa Cornet, creating more undesirable records. 2023. Emma has a series of injury setbacks culminating in major surgery and lengthy layoffs. 2024, January. She starts her recovery program in Australia. Her rustiness is clear. Manages to win a tight match in the first round of the Australian Open. In the second round faces Chinese player Yang, also recovering from injury layoffs. Emma is considered favourite to win and maybe to face England's number number one, new number one, Katie Bolter, in the third round. I pick up the story against Chang as I watch the match screened early morning in England. From the off, Emma seems unsettled. Not so much nerves, but a stream of errors against a compact but powerful opponent. Chang flings herself into her forehand shots, almost appearing to lose balance at the point of impact but nevertheless producing 100 mile per hour results. Some lengthy exchanges reveal Emma's exceptional baseline play is intact, but thanks to regular gimmies, Chan takes the first set comfortably. She's well on the way to victory in the second set, when Emma ups her game and moves ahead. At set point, she falters again and loses her break advantage. Then she finds a little more energy and recovers to even the match at one set all. A lengthy toilet break and a weary-looking Raducano returns, looking unlikely to survive another punishing set. A 2-0 down, a 2-love down, I should say. She's now stumbling about the course, clearly in some physical distress. A medical break postpones the end. The final games make distressing viewing. If this were boxing, the referee would stop the fight. Between points, Emma is struggling for breath and coughing. This being Australia, there was no such intervention. Emma had to fight on. She found a resilience and forced her opponent to fight for the set before she succumbed to obvious symptoms of nausea. 
my mind goes back to similar partly psychosomatic occurrences at the start of her career. She will gain quite a lot from this, the commentator said, not exactly proffering condolences. I remember that even at the height of Emma's meteoric rise after her US Open success, she only reached ranking of the number 10 player in the women's singles. Her story is currently one of if-onlys. If only she could stay fit. If only she could come in with commercial, she could deal with the commercial demands of the Wunderkind. If only she could have more stability in coaching support. Then, and perhaps only then, the natural talent which shone through her breakthrough year as an 18-year-old will have every chance of returning her to the top of the women's game.